Well, it's great to hear the buzz of conversation and being able to um, connect. That's really great. And uh, it's wonderful to see you all here today and to come together to worship and to celebrate and to hear what God is saying to us at this time. And I'm just going to pray and really ask the Holy Spirit now to really speak, speak through me, but particularly speak to your heart, what He wants to bring alive in you in this coming year. So would you join with me in prayer? Dear God, our Father, we thank you so much for your faithfulness. We thank you for the way that already this morning you have been here in our presence and we've, we've tangibly felt you, God, and we thank you for the way that you have been here th- and, and receiving our worship and that we've seen the testimony of your hand at work. And now, God, as we just really look to hear from you, Holy Spirit, I pray that you will anoint every word that's spoken and you will speak it into people's hearts according to what you want to say to them, that what they hear, Holy Spirit, will be what you have purposed for them to hear this morning. And there'll be nothing that will block that, but rather there'll be a really great flow here this morning of your spirit in this place. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. So vision. Vision means the state of being able to see. So as you woke up this morning and you looked at the day ahead of you, what did you see? This is Vision Sunday and it's all about what we see for the coming year. So as you look into 2022, what do you see? Do you see a year where COVID is still a real threat? And uh, you're a little bit fearful about how that's going to impact you. Maybe your health, maybe your family or friends or, or even your work or business. And you think, well, what if we go back into lockdown again? Or what if I get sick from COVID? What if? Or perhaps you see a year that is really unknown for you, uncertain, wondering what's going to be around the next corner. And you feel a little bit anxious about that. Or maybe the year you see ahead, you know some things that are coming on your, on your radar and you're thinking it's going to be a bit like a roller coaster. There's going to be ups and there's going to be downs, but I can see that I'm going to make it through the end, to, the, to the end and it'll be sort of a huge sigh of relief when I get there. Or do you see a year where what before you is an open door to an adventure of a lifetime? where your confidence comes from the truth of God's promises. And as you stand on those promises, you become stronger, more assured, more joyful, more confident, because you have chosen Almighty God. You have chosen to trust Him. You have chosen to trust our amazing Creator, our everlasting Father, with each day of that adventure. It's Vision Sunday. What do you see? At the beginning of this year, God challenged me. It was on the 4th of January, and in my devotions, God challenged me to establish a new habit. He said to me to start each day making this declaration. As I woke up in the morning, to declare, I trust you, Jesus. As the day progressed, if something happened that was unexpected or maybe even hurtful, then I was to declare it again over that situation and say, I trust you, Jesus. And I would make that declaration understanding who God is and that he can be trusted. 
Well, that was the 4th of January, and it didn't take long before it was tested, because on the 8th of January, Billy Lane O'Day was born, our second grandchild, and uh, as I was driving home, I got a text message. I was out at the time. We knew that um, they were in hospital. We knew that she'd been born, but then we got a text message. And so I pulled over to the side of the road. I can still see exactly where it was on that road um, up towards uh, New Lambton Heights. I forget the name of it, but just before the chemist there. And I read the text. And when I read the text, um, little Billy had been rushed to NICU. There were some complications. And as I sat there, I did the usual thing, I cried. (laughs) But then I got the challenge from God and he says, now, make the declaration. I trust you, Jesus. As I sat there and thought about that, it wasn't just at declaring I trust you, Jesus, for that moment. It was actually saying, do I trust Jesus with her life, regardless of what was to happen? And I was really challenged by that. And as I stopped and I was on the side of the road there praying, and I thought, well, if I don't trust him, who do I trust? Myself? Well, I'm obviously not going to be, helping the circum- be any help in this circumstance. I could trust the doctors, but we know the doctors have limitations. So if I don't trust him, who do I trust? And I realised I have nothing without him. I'm lost without him. And I was able to make the declaration right there and then. I trust you, Jesus. You know, at that moment, I didn't need faith for the rest of her life. I needed faith for that moment and enough faith in the minutes to drive home when I could get with Ian and pray. And then together, we built faith for the hours ahead as we waited for news. My faith was a faith that was necessary for that day. Tomorrow hadn't arrived yet. So I didn't need faith for tomorrow right then. I needed faith for that day. And you know, this strengthened my faith because as the days progressed, you know, praise God, it was a great outcome. And uh, she's here today. And we praise God for that. But a couple of days later, just two days actually, I received, I'm, I'm a principal of a school and I received a resignation from a staff member. Now before Christmas, I'd received a resignation from a different staff member who taught English. And so we advertised and got absolutely no applications. This, two days after this, um, I received another resignation from another English teacher and uh, I'm thinking, oh my goodness, we, didn't, we still don't have any applications for the one back in December and now I've got two to find. And straight away, God said, what do, you, do you trust me? And I thought, yes, I do trust you, Jesus. And if anyone can find two English teachers, you can. I certainly don't know where to find them. I've tried in my own strength by putting out an advertisement and and finding out what we can do. But I trust you, Jesus, to find these two teachers. And two days later, we got two applications from two amazing young Christian women who are employed today and teaching. Hallelujah. I trust Jesus. See, God was teaching me that unless I believe what God says and trust him, then what he says and does is of absolutely no benefit to me. Unless I believe what he says 
and I trust him, then what he says and does is of no benefit to me. So to keep trusting him, I need to cling to him. I need to cling to his character, to his nature, to his promises, and acknowledge that he is sovereign. So Northeast, in 2022, God is calling us to declare that we trust him today. To have faith for today, to wake each morning declaring, I trust you, Jesus. And to face each situation throughout the day with this faith declaration. You know, by doing this, we will not miss a moment of what God has for us today. Now, that doesn't mean that everything you're going to face will be easy or that it's going to be smooth sailing. And it may not turn out exactly as we hope. But the reference point for our faith for today vision is the faithfulness of God. We can't have faith for today if we don't have someone who we can trust in, who we can depend upon. And as we sang earlier, God is faithful. The vision that God calls us to in 2022 is for a faith that will stand firm in the most difficult of circumstances. That means that we need to trust him even in the dark. Think about when Jesus died, the darkness was over the earth physically, but, but spiritually as well. He was, he was gone and there was that darkness. And we're called to trust him in those times. We know the outcome of that now. We see the result of when light broke through darkness and salvation came and hope for eternity came. And he's the same God today as he was then. The vision that God is calling us to, Northeast, is for a 24-hour faith because the definition of today is 24 hours. When we cannot see the way because the night is closed in on us, we need to remember that God holds us and he will not allow us to stumble or fall. That's his promise. He is our strength and our shield. I think we've got that over here. Uh, one of maybe somewhere in the in the foyer, strength and shield. Now, when we talk about a shield, I'm not talking about an inanimate object. I'm talking about a living shield, a shield that is alert and aware and is looking out for us to protect us in times of trouble. And in those times of darkness, he is light, and the light destroys the darkness because he is all powerful. Nothing can stop him. Nothing can stand against, we sing this, nothing can stand against his powerful name, Jesus. If God is for me, who can be against me? Nothing and no one can stand against the name of Jesus. This sort of faith, faith in the night as well as the day faith, is the faith that Ian talked about in his story. The sort of faith that does not walk by sight. This is the faith that we need. But you might say to me, hang on a minute, Pam, you just told us that Vision Sunday is about what we can see, and now you're saying that the sort of faith we've got to have is calling us to one that does not walk by sight. It doesn't really make sense. Well, we need to go to the definition of faith in Hebrews 11.1, 1, and it says, Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. So when we're called to walk by faith and not by sight, we're not called to walk blindly, but to walk with eyes of faith. 
Our faith enables us to see in the spiritual realm what cannot be seen in the physical realm. Faith is the evidence. Faith enables us to see what can't be seen in the natural. And so in 2022, God is calling us to walk by faith and not by sight. To have eyes of faith as we face today, whatever is before us, what we haven't yet seen, as we step into it, we will see and our faith will show us. It will be the evidence of things we haven't seen. And we won't be thrown off balance when we walk this way because our faith is in God alone and God is unseen. But our faith sees the evidence of his hand at work. If we place our faith in anything else, then James 1, 6 and 7 tells us that we will be as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. You know, when you're in the middle of a crisis, what you say and what you do and how you react really reveals what you believe. What you say and do and act, that will reveal what you believe in your heart. When Lazarus died, this was a man in the Bible, and he had two sisters, Mary and Martha. And Mary and Martha had called for Jesus because he'd been sick, and uh, they wanted him to come so that Jesus could heal him. But Jesus didn't make it back at that time, and Lazarus died. When Lazarus died, um, Martha said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Now, that's a past tense faith. Lord, if you'd done this, then this wouldn't have happened. Like looking back, yes, we're in the middle of it and it hasn't quite worked out. But if you'd done that, I could have had, you know, you could have been able to achieve that. But God's not calling us to a past tense faith. Then Jesus said, Lazarus will live again. And Martha replied, I know that he will live in the resurrection, you know, one day when Jesus comes again. That's future tense faith. And yes, God does want us to trust him well into the future, but actually what he's calling us to, to get to the future, it's day by day by day. Faith for today will get us to the future. And then she said, even now, God will give you anything you ask. She was demonstrating now faith, which is present tense faith, which is faith for today. And now faith stakes its claims on God's faithfulness, God's promises. And we may not see the outcome yet, but we will. That is why Paul says we walk by faith and not by sight. Too often we base our feelings on what we can see instead of what God says in his word. We look at the circumstances and we react to that. Forgetting to go to the promises in God's word and depend on those promises for what's ahead. John Walker writes this. When we believe that reality is confined to what we see, we become trapped into thinking that the only truth is what we see. We become prisoners of our own perceptions. We cease walking in faith. For those who walk by faith, appearances are never the ultimate reality. Reality extends beyond what you can see to the things we do not see, which are eternal. So every time I say, I trust you, Jesus, even if I cannot see the answer yet, or even if it's not the answer I want, 
what God is doing is empowering me. He's strengthening me to walk by faith. And so I become stronger. Now, if you're a person who loves to have the controls in your hands, you know, like the remote or the wheel of the car, then having faith for today can be a challenge because trusting God means relinquishing the controls to his hands. Your first reaction may be, no way. I need to control what is happening with my life. I need to be able to manage that. And I need to control how I do this or that. But when we refuse to let go of the controls, we're actually saying that we can manage the situation better than the architect and creator of the universe. Do you believe you can? When I think of it like that, I realise I don't want to put myself in that position where I behave that as if I know better than God himself. So I do need to let go. And it's, an, it's actually something that you have, it's a decision, it's a choice to let go and let God be and do who he is and do what he says he will do best. So that requires faith. And we're actually told in Hebrews that without faith, it is impossible to please God. And so in 2022, God is calling us to trust him with the controls of our life, even when what's happening doesn't make sense. When we do this, the Bible tells us that we will bring pleasure to our loving Heavenly Father. So how do I action this vision for today? Faith for today. What it does is this, it means taking every worry, every worry, and replacing it with the declaration, I trust you, Jesus. You know, God is continually searching my heart and mind for evidence of my trust in him. And you know, when I choose to trust him, it keeps me close to him. And Psalm 112 verse 7 says this, the person who's close to Jesus, who trusts him, will have no fear of bad days because his heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. That's what I want. I want to be steadfast, trusting, not fearing what's ahead. Faith for today means not worrying about tomorrow. Yes, that's harder said than done. But you know, when we worry, we give room for fear to grow in our hearts, and fear kills our faith. So the vision to which God is calling us in 2022 Northeast is to kill fear for tomorrow with faith for today. That's why Jesus encourages us, do not worry about tomorrow. It will have enough worries of its own. There is no need to add to the troubles each day brings. What God provides for us today is designed for today's needs. Or as Jesus says, today's troubles. John Piper writes, tomorrow's troubles are not designed to be dealt with by today's grace. We need to trust God that he will give us everything we need to deal with what we have to face today. That's why Jesus wants us focused on today. This morning I was reading in my devotions about the Israelites in the wilderness. It's just incredible that this is on this day when I'm talking about this. God parted the waters of the seas. We've been singing about it this morning. God parted the waters to deliver them. You imagine, surely, if you saw massive 
you know, parting of waters, you would think, I will trust Jesus for all my life. If he can do that, he can do anything. But, you know, they got to the other side and before long they were complaining again, saying, this is what they said, oh, that we were back in Egypt where they'd been slaves, really treated terribly. It would have been better if the Lord had killed us there. At least there we had plenty to eat. But now you've brought us into this desert to starve us to death. Oh my goodness, not long after this miraculous revelation of God and then, then the, God, what are you doing? So God told Moses that he would rain down food from heaven. The people can go out each day, this is what the word says, and pick up as much food as they need for that day. This is your food for today and each family had just what it needed. It's the same for us. Don't you think that God will give us exactly what we need for today. Can we trust him for that? Today is where you will find him, in the present, a precious gift from God. And we need to receive that gift gratefully, unwrap it tenderly, appreciate all his presence holds for us. But you know what? Today is not where Satan wants our focus. He wants our eyes on the future. Not the real future as defined by God's promises, but an imaginary future as defined by our fear. The imagined fear, this is what is it defined by? It's the fear, the imagined fear that actually God will not provide for us. That's what we base it on, that the fear that God will not provide for us. And our anxiety about tomorrow messes us up. It distracts our attention away from God's gracious provision for us today. We're so busy worrying about this, we're not seeing what he's doing for us. We're missing it. We're missing the moment. Because we have this imagined fear about an unreal tomorrow. And so what it does, it throws us off balance. And so instead of seeking the kingdom of God, we seek earthly protection from the future we fear. As a church, Northeast, God is saying, don't worry about tomorrow. I have all of your tomorrows. But what I ask you is to trust me for today. And when you trust me today, you're not going to be using up all your energy thinking about and worrying about tomorrow. Then you can open your eyes and see the people who are lost. You can open your eyes and see the people who are hurting, the people who are lonely, and you will have time to reach out to them instead of worrying about your troubles and being concerned with trying to solve your problems. Instead of doing that, seek him, seek his kingdom, and then everything else will be added to you. Trust me today, he says, for what you need so that you can reach out to others with my love, with my grace, and allow them to experience the light of my presence. Faith for today is not about history, what happened yesterday. It's not about eschatology, what's going to happen in the future. It's a faith that makes room for God to outwork his purposes in our current times today. And I believe that in 2022 Northeast, God is calling us to have a faith that is relevant for today. Not a religious or pious faith. He wants us to have a radical faith that can be applied by everyday people today. 
Remember, faith is the evidence of things not seen. And for people in our street, for people in our community, for people in our city, the evidence for them will come through your stories, through Ian's story. When people hear the story, they see the evidence of things not seen and they can respond to that faith. That's, the, that's why this year we're going to have stories Throughout the year, we're going to have people who are going to share their stories of faith. Next week, Beck and Warwick are going to come and they're going to share the journey they have been on with God and how he has revealed himself to them. And that journey of faith will inspire us to have faith for today. And finally, in 2022, God is calling us northeast to activate the gift of faith today. Today, God still gives gifts. The Holy Spirit still gives gifts. There are many, but I believe what he's saying to us in 2022 is that just as these gifts were necessary for the church in the past, they are necessary for us today. One of those gifts, the gift of faith, is the supernatural ability to confidently, without doubt or wavering, believe God for the impossible in a situation or need. That gift of faith will move mountains. That gift of faith will bring breakthrough and set the spiritual atmosphere for miracles to take place. Northeast, we need that as much today as the early church needed it. God is looking for people who will say, I will receive the gift of faith today so that God can do above and beyond what we ask or imagine. Try and see what it will look like. If people in our Northeast family activate the gift of faith so that God is released to work miracles in people's lives, setting them free from the chains of this world to enjoy life to the full. Do not let the voices of the world, the worries of the world, block your faith. Cry out in those times when they, they're coming at you. Cry out even louder for God to outwork his power in you with healing, with salvation, with vision. You know, Jesus came across this man and he, Jesus said to him, what can I do for you? And he replied, I want to see. What can God do for you today? I pray that you'll respond with that truth. I want to see. And when we have faith that sees Jesus as the answer for our day, then everything changes. Darkness is replaced with light, sadness with joy, pain with healing, and fear with faith. With faith for today, he, God can be trusted to get you safely through each and every day. And I'm calling you to join me in seeing this vision become reality in your life, in my life, in the life of our Northeast family and the lives of people in our city. Jesus is asking you, what do you see? As you exercise your faith today, you'll begin to see things you have never seen before. As you do this each day, God will strengthen your faith and he will strengthen you. To help you with this journey this year, we have a gift. This diary, we're going to hand it out in a few moments. And for each day of the year, I know some people may not want to do this. You don't have to take the diary. It's your gift. On the inside, there's also a magnet, our annual magnet to put on the fridge to remind you of our vision. All right, so you've got that there as well. 
But what I want you to declare each day, it may be one word, it may be a sentence, it may be a paragraph, it's up to you. I want you to declare what you trust Jesus for today. You may write the same thing every day because that's what God's calling you to trust him. But what is it that God, there may, there, I'm sure there'll be different things on different, at different times. What is God, what are you needing to declare that you trust Jesus for today? I want to say one thing. Perhaps this morning, if you are here and you don't know Jesus, this is your opportunity to have faith today. He can take your life and he will make it brand new. He will wash away everything of your past and he will set you free and he will live in you and he will empower you and he will enable you to walk each step of your day with hope for the future, with real life. So if you haven't ever received him, then I encourage you, today is the day of salvation. Let's receive faith for today. I'm going to invite our host to hand out the diaries and as they do, I want you to stand. I want you to join your heart with mine as I pray in just a moment that we will have faith for today as we step into 2022. The sort of faith that will see his kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Could you join with me? Please stand together. I believe that God is stirring our spirits towards him. Don't step back from him today, people. This is an opportunity to you to step into all God has for you. A future, a hope, one day at a time. And as you trust him for today, you will see him in ways you've never seen him before. He will reveal himself to you as you open your faith eyes to see him. Don't miss out. Don't step back. Step into this today, people. Pray this prayer with me today in confidence, knowing that God is who He says He is. He is faithful. He is true. He is amazing. Don't miss out on all of who He is. Don't just dapple at the edges, maybe having just a bit of a taste. Have all of Him. Are you with me? Do you want all of Him? Let's take all of him today. That's what he's calling us to do. Let's step into all he has for us. Please pray with me. God, today we stand not confident in our own ability, but in yours. You're able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or even imagine. And as we stand this morning, we are excited. We are expectant for what you want to do in our lives and in our world. We now get to receive what you, our all able, extravagant and powerful working Father God have to give. We know it requires a measure of faith every day, but we stand here this morning ready to step into this calling. We receive everything you have done for us, Jesus. With the faith you have in us, we will trust you for your extravagant generosity and purpose for our lives. May you continue to surprise us each day. I pray in the name of Jesus. We've seen him do it before, Northies. Let's have faith for today that he will do it again and again and again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.